0: Hey guys, oh big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And that's it for episode number ninety-one of the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Uh, fuck you. I'm out. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. It's episode number ninety-one of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, coming at you live from Dago Bitch, California. After two more Dallas Cowboys losses. Hit him with that motherfucking demon.
1: So I got a walk, got the chalk, about the draw. Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay. Got my cape on with some napalm. Shots your days gone, then the game's on. What you play, huh? Hard to get. off the be wet for all that dry hate. looking my way while your eyes say you and I may get off like a bright lane. But I might strain. Pull the lane with a migraine. I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it Hello miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm buying like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA Meeting on a payday, we can make it rain Even on a sunny day, what you say? You and I could run away, meet up when you drop that molly off. I like that chick get Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, push myself. You gotta get up. I don't beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. Mother nature, my hands out. You gotta get up. Stack got a man down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, push myself. You gotta get up. I don't beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. Mother nature, my hands out. You gotta get up. Stack got a man down. Why don't you get up? Shit it's a day. It is not you know, a fucking day. A man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. You know, it's fuck me, nigga. You no, know it's fuck I can't me. get the shorty to try
0: to. Here we go again. Same old shit, homies. Just a different day. Ah. <sighs> This is Deja Vu. This is Groundhog's Day. You might as well call me that, that uh, motherfucking um, homeboy that got killed in Zombieland. What was the Fucking played in Ghostbusters. Remember He was in Groundhog's Day. I can see his ugly ass motherfucking face, but I can't think of his goddamn name. All y'all, all y'all older heads know who the fuck I'm. Bill Murray. I feel like Bill fucking Murray waking up every fucking, every day after a cowboy game, it plays in loop. Until the next Cowboy game. Then I get a new loop. Which is just basically the same old loop. Just different locations. Uh, I basically swore to myself that I wouldn't come on here. And and have a a, a fucking major blowout. Like I did last week. Probably the week before. Um, Since the last time I hollered at y'all. It was two two days before. Uh, Thanksgiving. And we were about to play the Bills on Thanksgiving. And what did I fucking tell you? I guarantee. I put the golden pick on the line and told you the D-Boys, not only would they lose, I guaranteed the loss, but I said they'd get their motherfucking asses ate. And they got their motherfucking asses ate in the Amazon position. If y'all don't know what that is, look it up. Shout out to the homie Dunny Man for hitting me up with the Amazon position. It's like a variation of, of, of uh, the diaper change position, just uh, a little more effeminate, if you will. These motherfuckers got placed right into the Amazon position and f- f- figgity fucked on Thanksgiving. I can't even enjoy my, my fucking enchiladas. Yeah, we fucking with enchiladas on on motherfucking Thanksgiving. Fuck your turkey. Fuck your ham with the pineapple. Fuck your stuffing. I'm eating motherfucking pasole. I'm I'm having uh sopa That's how the fuck I was getting down. I had to, I had to put that shit in the motherfucking garbage disposal after like four bites. Because these motherfuckers came out and did exactly what I thought they were going to do. And I predicted they would do. And you're saying to yourself, well, if you fucking knew what they were going to do, why are you so upset, Gecko?" Because there's always, always that little voice in the back of your mind saying they might surprise you. Just when you think shit can't get any worse, they're going to come and they're going to beat the fucking Bills. Because let me tell you, weeks ago... This was a win. The Bears were a win. These were easy dubs. I had, I had checked off. Those are, those are dubs. Now, and, and I predicted the. I didn't get on wax on, on, on the Whiskey Sick podcast and put it on wax. But after, we, after the debacle on Thanksgiving, I said, motherfucking, we're going to lose it to the fucking, we're going to lose to the Bears. And I'll tell you right now, I guarantee diggity damn tea. We're getting our asses ate in our own pad. Homies coming up coming up in our own pad. The Rams coming up in our own pad, bending our Bettys over the motherfucking kitchen counter, and they're gonna take them at will. And it's gonna come down to the Eagles game. Now let's get back to this Thanksgiving debacle. And yes, Jason Garrett is still my motherfucking coach. I was I was sure. I was a hundred percent sure the 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 lining, the the silver lining was that. I had a smile on my face even after the, the fuckery that we put on, on on national TV. I said the silver lining is Jason Garrett is not going to survive this shit. This mother this motherfucker right here. Let me tell you what this motherfucker did. But there's a half. Left. First off, we go down and we score, you know, whatever, and we look cute doing it because we drew this play up like a fucking for a whole fucking week. We had time to 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 draw up what plays we're gonna do on the opening drive. But there's a minute left in the first half. We're down thirteen to seven, I think, and um, we complete a pass about the thirty-five yard line, maybe the forty-yard line. There on their side of the field, we're driving. We have. All three timeouts, homies. We have all three timeouts. What does Jason Garrett do? He lets the clock run from one minute to no bullshit, and you go watch it, go check the tape. It was like 55 seconds to a minute. He let it run all the way down to 25 seconds before we ran another play. Why? Because he didn't want to give the other team the ball, which is the back before halftime, which is the exact mistake he made two weeks earlier against the motherfucking Vikings, homie. Remember when Dak goes right down the field, 83 yards and four plays? Omari Cooper's over there with his motherfucking bib on, eating ass. You got Randall Cobb over there, bib on, eating ass. We're giving it to him. And what do they do? They give it to Zeke, who hasn't done shit the whole game, like, 20 rushes for 40 yards running into a brick wall every time they handed the ball. And Jason Garrett says, I don't want to score too soon. I don't want to give him too much time left to go back and score. He took for granted that we would score a touchdown, and he did it two weeks later. He did the same fucking thing. Not only did we then, after not calling the timeout, we we, we ran out of time, homies. We drove right down to inside the 20-yard line. We had everything going. If only we had 30 to 35 more seconds, we probably would have put it in the end zone. We were rolling. But no. With one timeout left in our pocket still, we had to kick a field goal. A field goal that you knew you were going to motherfucking miss. Where the fuck is my young ho Koo at? My young ho, I'm done fucking playing with you. I've been fucking with you. I, 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 I've been talking shit uh, for, uh, since since you, you, you stormed into the NFL last year at the beginning of the year for the, for the I guess now the Los Angeles targ- uh, la- Target. Where the fuck was that come from? The Los Angeles Chargers. Homie came out and missed four game-winning field goals or some shit like that in four straight games. And got his ass booted right out the motherfucking league. He had to go play in that AAF league. Whatever the fuck flag football league that they tried to run last year. That shut down after like four games. He was out there. He kicked a game winning field goal for the fucking Atlanta Admirals or some shit like that. Whoever the fuck that is. He was on Instagram, you know, posting uh, uh, fucking celebration pictures like this Like this, motherfucker didn't just score like a fucking Rec League, YMCA, fucking Turkey Bowl League fucking game winner. This dude's acting like he won the goddamn Super Bowl. Now my, cha- my tune is changing. My young who? My young ho, Where the fuck you at? You've always been my young hoe. I, I talk shit like a, like a little kid who talks shit to his crush. You know how they pick on him? Uh, when you're a little kid, you pick on your little crush. You, t- you, you talk shit to her because you actually really like her. And you just want to be around her. My Ho, you've always been the one for me. Come back, homie. Make your NFL come. Jerry, get on the fucking. He cannot be any motherfucking worse than this dude, Brett Maher. I swear to y'all, homies. I was at the little park the other day in motherfucking uh, Osiris Skate Kicks with the fat tongues, kicking 35-yard field goals through the little fucking Pee Wee League fucking uh, uh, field goal posts like it ain't shit, blazed, blazed out my motherfucking mind with a truly on the side, zipped up, Willie, and I'm booting these fuck. I, I was like 10 for 10, like they were free throws, homie, I'm not bullshitting you. This dude, Brett Maher, comes and misses the fucking field goal. Kills all of our momentum. We go into the uh, the halftime with a timeout in our pocket that we could have used to save us 35 seconds. That would have scored us probably a touchdown. That's the kind of stupid shit. The stupid shit that Jason Garrett does. We went out there and made this Josh Allen dude. And I was on the podcast the other day saying any, any and all quarterbacks with the name Allen. Are bullshit, are trash. Well, not this one. At least not when he plays the D boys. Every fucking every every quarterback, every whack ass quarterback in the league can't wait to play the quarter, play the Dallas Cowboys. Insert Mitch ski. Mitch the bitch was out there, Amazon position fucking us last night. This motherfucker. Was out here looking like Brett Favre's bastard son. Just just throwing fucking dimes all over the goddamn field like we weren't even around. And then next week, he'll go right back to power bottom getting his ass eat by whoever the fuck plays him. He'll never look the same again. He'll get a new fucking contract. He'll be the highest paid NFL player if he played the Dallas Cowboys every fucking week. So the Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving. Absolutely embarrassing. At home to the Bills, which I got to say, man, I get—I guess, guess they're better than I thought. Not only that, the YouTube sensation rapper, Cole Measley, motherfucking Beasley, was just out there double fisting in the fucking ass buffet line, homies. He was going back for seconds, for fucking thirds. He was at the little fucking dessert, fucking... Spot with the little yogurt dispenser that you pull the little handle handle down and make the little swirly sundays and shit. He was going back and forth, all over us, all day. This motherfucker went off for like a hundred and ten yards, but every he had six catches. Every catch was a fucking dagger in us. He made Randall Cobb, who's a better player, look like dog shit. Randall Cobb has been has been trash for the Cowboys. He's had a couple games here and there. He hasn't really done shit. Now, I don't know how much of it is Randall Cobb because I've seen him drop passes all over the motherfucking field this year or how much is just the Cowboys sucking, how much is Dak sucking because last night Dak came out and looked like uh, he looked like Mitch Trubisky. It's like these dudes switched jerseys or some shit. I mean, he came out here looking like Blake Bortles or something. I don't know what the fuck happened to Dak. He looked awesome in the first drive. And then after that, for three quarters, he just was... was for the second and third quarter, at least, he was trashing, and the game was already over, and then he goes and throws for... This homie had like 150 yards passing going into the fourth uh, fourth quarter. End of the game, he had 330 pa- yards passing. He went for 224 yards passing in the fourth quarter and scored 17 points. After the game's over, this motherfucker's... Scoot over. Whoever's sitting... Dak Prescott called shotgun... For Cam Newton in the in the Toyota front runner with the top fucking down, he's a motherfucking front runner. He's gotta be. He's dropping dimes to motherfucking Amari Cooper like it wasn't shit. But in the first, in the second and third quarter, he couldn't hit wide open receivers. He's throwing the ball on the ground. He's throwing it behind him. He's throwing it over the head. Game's over. He's dropping dizzy dimes all over the field. He, That tells me nothing. He's in the front running, the Toyota front running with Cam Newton. He's sitting shotgun. They both got their heads out the fucking window hollering at Betty's. They fucking front running extraordinaires. This dude asking for 40. I love Dak Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. This hurts me. This, this is like having to, to chastise your own son. Like me having to chastise the triple champ right now. I know he means well, but... You can't go out like this. So we lose to the motherfucking, to the Bills. And last night, what the fuck was that, homies? Any of of y'all listening right now, whether you're taking a fucking shit at work on your 10-minute break or you're you're fucking uh, just chilling, smoking, any of y'all, take any of y'all. We could have made more tackles. Whoever's listening to this shit, me, you, we could form a little band, a little little 11-man team and go out there and make more tackles than that whole defense made last night. These dudes look like assholes. Mitch Trubisky was out there looking like Lamar Jackson. Looking like like, like Michael Vick pre-dogfighting shit. Before all the Alpo fucking pedigree Purina fuckery that Michael Vick went through. This motherfucker was looking just like them. He was juking out people with the worst fucking moves you've ever seen in your life. Like he was hitting the, the little R2 button on the, on the PlayStation controller and just doing the fucking juke of Madden juke. Fools falling all over the field like their shoelaces were tied together. Like their little my cleat thing, their little artsy little cleats, like they gave them all two left feet, and they're all fucking running around in two left-footed fucking cleats. Literally, these dudes look like assholes. Perfectly dry field, and they look like they're on ice skates out there. Falling all over the place. These dudes look like jerks. Straight dweebs. Couldn't make a fucking tackle the game. We, we go up 7-0, and look, the game was over. I'll tell you right, right now when the game was over. The game was over after the coin flip. Jason Garrett insisted, insisted on getting the ball first. Now, now, the week before against the Bills, the Bills won the toss, and they deferred, and we had to take the ball first. And we went right down and scored. It didn't do us any good, Jason Garrett. It didn't do a fucking thing good for us. Why? Because the second half, getting the ball in the second half first is way bigger. Because something big always goes down right before half. And then you get the momentum back of getting the ball again first and you can score another touchdown. Jason Garrett, we're gonna prove a part, we're gonna prove ourselves and we're gonna go out there and punch him right in the mouth. And we did that took us nine minutes, but we finally got the ball in the end zone, and we never scored again until the fourth quarter. What happened just before the half? They went right down our throat, scored a fucking touchdown with 20 seconds left, turned around, got the ball back at half, and scored another touchdown. 24-7, game's over. Game's over. You didn't learn from last week. You haven't learned your whole—he always insists on getting the ball first. It's the stupidest move in football is to ask for the ball first. Scoring a touchdown in your opening drive does absolutely nothing for you. Now, if you made them go three and out or you you made them have to punt and then you get the ball and then go down and score a fucking touchdown and then you get the ball back at the halftime, that's a big deal. Because always, something always goes down right before halftime. Always. And they had just scored a touchdown. So insult to injury, they go right down our throats. And then we have to give him right the, the fucking ball back at 17-7 to 7 at halftime. Then the next thing you know, it's 24-7. The game's fucking over. Jalen Smith, these dumb fucks are out here celebrating second down stops in the end zone. I mean, this dude got burned twice and got lucky that the fucking receivers dropped the ball in the end zone. And he's celebrating. He's dancing. He's sea walking. cha cha chaing in there. He's fucking Macarena feeling himself up and down. In the motherfucking end zone after second down. Homies, I'm in here. The fucking neighbors hate me. They fucking hate me. Because I'm in here yelling expletives. Is that the word? Every fucking curse word you could fucking imagine. Nothing racial, racial, y'all. I don't do that shit. But I'm dropping C-bombs on on, on these motherfuckers. F-bombs. I'm dropping everything. And these walls are thin. So these people are probably looking like, what the hell is going on in there? I'm telling this motherfucker to get his ass up. Out of that motherfucking end zone. It's only third down now. You haven't done a fucking thing. What happens? What do you think happened on the very next play? They go right at that motherfucker, Jalen Smith, again. And they score a fucking touchdown. This This dude had the audacity to rip the ball out of the dude's hand after he was already in the end zone. And run, run to the opposite end of the field holding the ball up like he intercepted it like a motherfucking moron. You out here celebrating on second down, you idiot. I don't want to see that shit no more. Get a fucking interception. Get a fucking uh, actual stop. That's everything in a nutshell that is wrong with the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Celebrating on second down. A stop on second down when they're still at your five fucking yard line. So needless to say, we got our asses beat. I will say this. I still, in some fucking weird way, think the Cowboys are going to win the division. And I don't even want them to. I don't even give a fuck. Honestly, I, I don't. But the thing is, is even when they lose to the Rams next week, all they have to do is beat the Redskins, which they're trash, homies. Let's be real. That's like the only team we can beat. And the Eagles, I think we beat the Eagles again. And I'm not so sure the Eagles aren't worse than us. These motherfuckers just lost to the fucking Dolphins last week. They had everything on the line. They could have taken the. This week would have been their week to take sole possession of the of the fucking NFC East, and they lost to the fucking Dolphins. They gave up thirty eight points to the Dolphins. And I and Eli's coming back this week. I don't know that they they beat the fucking Giants. Not twice. I don't know. And you saw the the one time that the only dope game Cowboys have had all year was against the Eagles. Fucking ate their ass up from from the fucking get go. <sighs> I'm a broken man, homies. I'm a broken fucking man. That's I mean, if y'all if y'all fuck with sports, y'all got your fucking teams and all that shit. You know what it's like. If y'all hardcore like me, you live and die by this shit. I got three more games left. Hopefully, we hire Urban Meyer and and we move on. But. The fact that this dude, Jason Garrett, is still a fucking coach and these this team comes out here and looks like that is it, it, fucking mind-boggling. Moving right along from uh, one huge group of morons to uh, a complete fucking moron. Uh, the 49ers, if y'all didn't see this shit, the 49ers hired this fucking, I guess this, this guy's an, anal- an, an analyst or some kind of radio personality, does a radio show or some shit. I guess he's been doing it for a while or some shit, but he was on. He he was he was talking. Look, listen, listen, I know what it's like to get on here and talk for a fucking hour. I say some outlandish shit all the time, wild that shit. But I've never said anything that would uh, fucking. I, I could. I guess I could delete it and you guys would never know. But I haven't. Trust me. This guy comes out here and starts talking like he's 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 in his fucking. I don't know. He's he's kicking it with his homies at the Applebee's bar at fucking happy hour or some shit. This dude's willy nilly like it's fucking Chili's or some shit. Uh, he's he's talking. His like his homies are listening to this guy fucking talk, and they're like giving him the x nay on the all the racist shit x nay on that shit that you're saying right now. This dude, if you didn't hear, this is what this guy said. Uh, Tim Ryan, I gotta call you by your name, homie. You gotta get, we gotta fucking give it to you. Uh, on a radio station, live on air, said Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson's dark skin helps him disguise a dark football when running fake handoffs in Baltimore's zone-read-heavy offense. At what point did he think that was that was like fucking intuitive, smart, clever, uh, groundbreaking? That's some that's some stupidity. You know his homie. Who? Where's the homie? On the five-second delay over there, homies hitting the fucking vape pen like your boy Moody Hank nodding off and shit. They're like fucking giving him the signal to hit the motherfucking button, and he didn't do it. And then the homeboy probably knew after those words came out of his mouth he was done fucked up. Now, I don't think he's he's racist or anything. I just think he's a fucking idiot. He says stupid shit. I mean, the shit that he's saying don't even fucking make sense. I mean, does that mean every white pitcher hides the baseball? Like, is that an unfair advantage, you know, to the hitter? All the white pitchers because the ball, they can't see the the white ball in their hand because they're so white. This guy is so pale. He's so vampire-like. He hasn't seen the sun all fucking summer. So uh, uh, the players can't see the ball in his hand when he throws it. They don't know if it's a curveball. They don't even know it's coming. Makes no goddamn sense, homies. Mar Jackson is eating motherfuckers ass. Because he's got a bib, a sp- a fork, a spork, and a knife in his motherfucking hand every week. That's why. Because he's fucking dope. Ain't have to do with the color of his skin and he hiding the fucking ball in his armpit or some shit. To to I don't know what the fuck this guy's thinking. But homeboy on the fucking delay button, you, you got, hopefully that dude's fired. You and Jason Garrett can meet up in the, in, in, in the fucking... Uh, EDD line, the fucking unemployment line. There, get your fucking paperwork in order. Get your pay stubs in order. You fucking moron. I think he only got uh, suspended for a game, but man, like like I said, it's not. It's not, he's. Not, I don't know that he's racist. He said something that was racially stupid. Said something way dumb. But it happens sometimes when you're when you're on 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 fucking yip yapping, gum bumping. Teeth clacking, lip smacking for, for long period of, periods of time. But you got guys like, I don't know, Joe Rogan, Howard Stern. These dudes have done millions of hours worth of talking, and they don't ever say some shit like that. So maybe he does have some of that kind of weird shit in his head because I never have those kind of thoughts, so I, I don't fucking know. So there was that. Um, dope games this week. Dope games last week. Real playoff teams are starting to to, to shine through now. Uh, let's run through. I'll give you my golden picks for the week. Um, I'm already 1-0. I'm already 1-0. God damn. Any of y'all have problems with the ESPN app? This shit is so trash. Fucking shit crashes every time you try to use this shit. Panthers, Falcons, the who gives a fuck bulb. Uh, Panthers fired. Uh, how the fuck does Rivera get, does Ron Rivera get fired but Jason Garrett still has a job? This motherfucker went to a Super Bowl. This team, they just don't have a quarterback. They didn't have one when they had Cam Newton. They had a one quarterback. They had a quarterback one year. All y'all fucking on Cam Newton's nuts, he was decent for one fucking year. And when the going got tough, his motherfucking ass didn't want anything to do with it. He, he, he was taking his pictures. He, he was Instagramming like a motherfucker on the sidelines with everybody. Shit was sweet. And he got his ass beat by Peyton Manning and the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Uh, 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 fucking Von Miller was all over him. All over him. And he didn't want to answer no questions and nothing. After. And then after that, he never done shit for no motherfucking body. He's done two things. Nothing and not a goddamn thing. That's what this motherfucker's done. And now they got this other Allen. They got the wrong Allen. Because this dude, you know, just like, just like Danny Pesos over there with the Giants. Danny Rubles. Danny Yen. Just like him. And everybody got on. There was Seesaw swinging off his motherfucking nuts after like two games. They did the same thing with this Allen dude. He's trash. Who's more trash? Now do you keep this dude? But that's the problem. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a fucking thing. Ron Rivera is a good fucking coach. Especially on the defensive side of the ball. This team isn't that good. The Panthers aren't that good. They had a little streak. They got as many wins as the D boys. But that guy, he gets fired. They won like multiple time divisions with the, with the Saints in their division who have, all, have been good ever since Drew Brees have gotten there. He gets fired. But Jason Garrett is still the fucking Dallas Cowboys head coach. Even even now. Even now, even after yesterday, this motherfucker is still the head coach. Um fuck it, give me the Falcons. Ravens Bills, that might be one of the games of the day right there. I mean, that's a fucking ki- at Bills. Woo, this is a hero. You know what? I'm going to go Damn, that defense is good, but Dak Dak did, you know, and it was garbage time again though, so it's hard to say that maybe they drop him back in those prevents and Dak just carved them up, but Fuck, I was I was I was about tempted to go with the Bills, but I I I am not buying them. They they've only all their dubs are literally shitty fucking teams, including the including the Cowboys win. Their best win is against the Cowboys and the Cowboys are fucking trash. Um so I'm going to go with the Ravens cuz I don't know what the fuck you do with Lamar Jackson. That dude's out here Barry Sanders Barry Sanders uh reincarnated at the quarterback position. Fucking wild. Browns Bengals, give me the fucking Bengals. Give me the fucking Bengals. Oh, 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 ginger, oh gingerbread man over there, fucking um, uh, uh, the the fucking quarterback for the Bengals. I forget his fucking name. They took him out and now they put him back in. He's gonna get him another dub. He got him that first dub. Oh, the fucking! I, I totally forgot Carson. Parson Palmer. No, that was the last one. Arnold Palmer. I don't even fucking know. Uh, give me the Bengals. Fuck the Browns. Uh, I once infamously called uh um, well, I once infamously said that the uh, Browns were gonna go to the NFC, uh, the AFC Championship game. Uh, wrong. Uh, and then I said uh, Baker Mayfield was the uh, moody Hank, the Seth Gecko, if you will, of the NFL. Wrong. This dude was out here talking his shit. I was loving it, and then he and then he backpedaled after it. You talk shit. Rule number one of this shit talking game is you never backpedal, motherfucker. This dude started backpedaling, and that signified the end of his fucking season. He's triggity trash now too. Redskins, Packers, Aaron Rodgers ain't shit no more. That 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 Packers team is is inflated nine and three. Give me the Vikings over them any day, uh, but I ain't stupid enough to go with Dwayne Haskins. That dude's trash. I mean, I know everybody in New York was pissed off when the when the Giants passed on him. As trash as Danny Pesos is, this dude's even worse. This dude is not very good at all. And then the one game he wins, he, he's not even over there to take the victory lap. He's over there Instagramming and shit on the sidelines. So, fuck the Redskins. They're trash anyways. Lions, Vikings, Vikings are going to eat that ass. Uh, Niners, Saints. Okay, this, this might be the, this is the, the game of the week. It's got to be. Fuck. What do you go with this? Give me, give me the Niners. Give me the fucking Niners at Saints. Dolphins, Jets. Give me the Dolphins. The fuck, the fucking loser ball right here, man. Jeez. The Dolphins are riding high. They just beat the Eagles. Colts, Bucks. Man, that's tough. Jameis, this is, this is one of those Jameis games where you're like, damn, he's actually good. And then the next week, he's completely trash. Uh, give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks at home. Fuck it. Broncos, Texans. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Texans. Uh, Chargers, fucking Jaguars. I don't give a fuck. Mm, give me the Chargers. Titans, Raiders. I don't give a fuck. Give me the Titans. Chiefs, Patriots. God damn. Heat Rock. A couple of Heat Rock games up in here. Give me the motherfucking. Patriots' offense is terrible. They only scored 13 points against the Cowboys. Now, granted, it was a fucking uh, monsoon going on out there. Um, uh, Give me the Chiefs. Fuck, give me the Chiefs. Steelers, Cardinals. The Cardinals, they're not as bad as they looked against the Rams. They're okay. They could shock you. I'm not sold on Duck Dodger, Duck Rogers, uh, fucking Daffy Duck, uh, Duck Tails, whatever the fuck that quarterback's name is. Give me the Cardinals. Seahawks, Rams, another fucking game. Who knows what the Rams are at this point? Rams have gotten the ass ate by the Bucks, gave up 55. They got the ass ate by the fucking Ravens 45, which I, I told the homie who's a Rams fan, I predicted they'd lose that game 49 to 6. The score was 45 to 6. He thought I was fucking just talking shit. I meant every bit of it. Give me the Seahawks. Seahawks, another team on paper. You know, the defense isn't as good as as it looks at times, but they make plays. And they can get turnovers. They still give up a lot of points. Uh, They're definitely not what they used to be. They're not the Legion of Boom in any fucking way. Uh, But when you got Russ, when you got Russell Wilson, he's just uh, he he's just he makes winning plays, man. He doesn't fuck you over. He doesn't he doesn't miss shit like like Dak Prescott does. If Dak has everything to be like a Russell Wilson, he should be like a Russell Wilson. They're like almost the same quarterback, except he's missing something. I don't know if it's the Jesus shit that, you know, uh, um, um, Russell Wilson is on. Maybe, you know, the, the, the Hail Marys and shit, the, doing the rosary before the game, if that, that's what's fucking doing it for him. But I'm going to take him because the Rams are trash. Jared Goof is trash. Um, fuck him. Uh, and the Giants and the Eagles. Give me the Giants. Why? Because I'm wishful thinking. Give me the motherfucking Giants to keep the Cowboys one game over. We're going to be the first team. To win division at 6 and 10. How you like that? Then somebody's going to have to play a home. We're going to play a home game. A home playoff game. At 6 and 10. And beat the Niners. Or beat the Seahawks. At home. And then we're going to go on a run. No the fuck we're not. No the fuck we're not. If we win the division, we're going to get our ass beat the first fucking game. There's no way. There's no way around that shit. But that's that. That's, that's That's the week... Um, I mean, my Pelicans, I mean, it's been a bad, uh, my Angels are fucking terrible, my Ducks are fucking terrible, Pelicans, I thought were going to be some shit, they got a fucking dope roster, and they're actually a really good team that just cannot win down the stretch, these Pelicans lose close games every fucking night, oh, they're down 15 in the fourth quarter last night, Storm back losing double overtime, or overtime, double overtime, I can't even remember, against the Suns, They got so much scoring. They got so many good. They got no defense. I know Zion's not there yet. He's probably good for at least a couple of wins that we could have had. All my teams are trash right now, homies. All of them. Six and 14 Pelicans. Six and seven Cowboys. I think my, my Anaheim Ducks are like 10 and 12 or some shit. Angels missed a fucking playoff for like fucking six years. It's just it's just bad for the homies, It's just bad. You know? It's just bad. And I'm not here begging for sympathy or anything like that. Don't get it twisted, homies. Don't you ever get it fucking twisted. But uh moving right along. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got some UFC. We got Conor vs. Cowboy. I don't know if that were, if I was on here last when that was announced. Um it's a good fight for Connor. It's the, really the only fight to make for Connor right now. He's not ready for a Masvidal. I know he's taking this at 170 because he thinks he's going to get Masvidal after this. That's a terrible idea. Um... He should go back down to 155 and quit fucking around. He should even go down to 145 and and fight Max Holloway again and and get that fucking belt back. But this this 170 shit isn't going to cut it. The only reason this is a good fight for him is because, well, uh, Donald Cerrone has, like, every fucking major record in the UFC. But he has never moved his head once and, and, and made somebody miss a punch ever in his whole entire career of fighting. He has zero head movement. He's never moved it out of the way. Trust me. Go watch the footage. Um, and that makes him e- very easy to hit, and that's what happens when he loses fights. His head's up on a fucking totem pole. and never moves, and, and, and he eats bombs, and sometimes he can get away with it, and he can just push through and, and overwhelm some people. Um, I think if he comes in and, and throws a, a monkey wrench, because uh, I'm guaranteeing you Conor McGregor thinks this is going to be a stand-up mat, a fight, Cerrone can get you to, on the ground. He, he's got good takedowns. For real, he's got good takedowns, and then, you know, uh, he's got subs, but more than that, he can ground and pound you from the top. Conor McGregor has a weak, weak bottom game. Um, he can roll. He does have some jiu-jitsu, but when he's on his back, whether it was the Khabib fight, um, whether it was the Chad Mendez fight, he just sits there in a closed guard. He doesn't open his legs up at all. He doesn't use his hips to try to stand up. Um, he doesn't create any kind of scrambles. He's just real static on the ground. He tries to just tie you up and tries to stall you out and try to get up and try to have the the, the ref stand you up. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, you saw that Chad Mendes fight. You knew what the fuck was going to happen to, to uh, against Khabib. Chad Mendes was beating his ass in that fight. Go back and watch that shit. He on top of him. He was landing bows, elbows at will, punches at will. Conor McGregor just sitting there in closed guard, begging, uh, begging the ref to stand him up. He's like, and and I think it was. Uh, Oh, man, I forget who the who the ref was, but he's looking at him like he just hit you in the face. He literally tells him he just hit you. What are you talking about? Let's stand you up. So if if, if um, Donald Cerrone can wear him down, take him down a few times in the first second uh, round, it's going to be his fight, and and everything's going to backfire on him. Uh, but I think this is the only fight really right now that I can see. I don't like, I don't like him against Gaethje at one fifty five. I don't like him against Poirier again at 155. I don't like any of that. I do like the 145. I do like the Max Holloway. I think he can has the range to keep him out, out outside and, and do some work on him like he did the first time around. Um, I don't like him at these heavier weights right now, man. Uh, and we don't know what we're going to get from him. Maybe he goes in there. He's got to knock Donald Cerrone out. He's got to. He's got to make a big statement, especially if he wants to fight Masvidal. Masvidal shouldn't even consider this shit. I know it's some money shit, but he should be fighting for the title. He either fights Nick Diaz, or go fight uh, or go fight for the fucking title. The, uh, Kobe or whoever wins. Hopefully it's not Kobe. Hopefully, hope, hopefully it's Usman. Speaking of Kobe Covington, that just reminded me. This motherfucker was coming for that douchebag of the universe. A.B., where are you at? Antonio Brown, the current, reigning, undisputed Hall of Fame, first Hall of Fame inductee of the douchebag of the universe. This motherfucker, Kobe Covington, tried to come for your motherfucking title. In your sleep, homie. He came in like like motherfucking uh, Freddy Krueger in your dreams and tried to fucking take your belt from you, homeboy. You see, this fucking guy is wild, man. So he used to train at, uh, uh, what was it, American Top Team. American Top Team. I don't know if he still does. I don't think he does because he's burned so many bridges. He talks shit about everybody. Masvidal is his training partner at at American Top Team. There's a lot of these guys. Maybe Usman was, no, Usman was uh, Black Zillions when that was still around, I believe. But maybe at one point or another, he was even through in, in, in there at some point. But uh, the owner, the old owner of, of, of the gym, uh, Glenn Robinson, I think is his name. Remember there was an Ultimate Fighter where it was Black Zillions versus American Top Team, and they had those two guys. Uh, they had the two owners in there. That was actually kind of cool. That's where Usman came from. Usman was on that, that season. Um, but anyways, I guess he died recently. And this motherfucker, Kobe Covington... Uh, said some shit. Let me find this shit. He said, uh, here we go. This is what he said. He's saying that this, uh, that her daughter came out and made a statement. Yeah, I mean, uh, Glenn Robinson's daughter came out and, and, and was saying stuff about her, his father and whatnot, her father, and Kobe Covington said that his father will be watching his fight against Kamaru Usman from hell. He'll be watching the fight from hell. Now you're like, homie, you're fucking giggling. I mean, it's so it's so." So blatantly disrespectful, and apparently, like Rogan, if you listen to the Rogan podcast when he was on with Brendan Schaub recently, it's it's all it's all completely like a a fucking character he plays. Like he's actually complete opposite. I don't know about that. You don't say. You don't talk shit about somebody's dead father who just died and said that he'll be watching you fight from hell. Douchebag maneuver, uh, definitely. Definitely not going to get him the belt, though. I, I know what he was trying to do. I know he was doing that, trying to get my attention, trying to, you know, poke the fucking bear. It ain't going to happen. You ain't going to happen. Even that, that fuckery, I mean, this was the same dude who said uh, homeboy should have learned from Matt Hughes and got his ass off the train tracks when he saw the train coming. He's the same dude that said that. This motherfucker, Matt Hughes, got hit by a fucking train because he tried to beat it across the tracks, and he got hit and almost died. Now he can barely walk. He's a fucking life alert, fucking number one customer and shit, a fucking membership, uh, gold member over here, earning rewards points and shit, this dude, Matt, Matt Hughes, with the fucking life alert. And this dude's out here taking, taking shots at him, taking shots at this dead dude, man, god damn. Ain't gonna work though, homeboy. You ain't you ain't gonna fucking you ain't gonna uh, flim flam me, horn swoggle me into giving you the fucking belt. It ain't happening. You're gonna have to come way more correct than that shit, homeboy. Um so hopefully um Usman beats his ass. But if Kobe did somehow win this fight, uh, which is in like two weeks I think on the 14th We'll get into that You know probably next week And I'll give you my golden picks for that But I'd love to see Masvidal Beat that motherfucker's ass I would love to see Jorge go in there And beat this dude Kobe Covington's ass And ass whooping is coming In his next two fights It's either going to be against Usman Usman can definitely beat his ass Or it's going to happen with Masvidal But I would love to see Masvidal Fight Nick Diaz, bring Nick Diaz. If that's the only thing that can bring Nick Diaz out of retirement, even for just one more fight, I want to see it. I'll take Mazzola all day. The fight probably won't be that great because who the fuck knows what Nick's been doing. But still, I'll take that shit. Um, I think they announced that Joanna is going to be fighting that Whaley uh, Zhang. I don't. I don't even want to try to say her name. Whaley is her last name. She's from China. She's the first Chinese champion in the UFC. She's a little little thunderball. Um, it's a tough fight. I haven't seen Whaley fight a whole lot in her last uh, title fight when she, uh, that she won the belt. She just ran right through Andrade. Uh It was like literally like 30 seconds. Cause you, so you couldn't really see, you know, what, what she would ha- you know, what kind of skill she has. Joanna's long. Lana has, uh, Joanna has that uh, jab. She got some new, she got some new bolt on, told me. Home, homegirl got some fucking titties on her now, homie. Some, some tiggles, like some. Um, no bullshit. I mean, she's trying to take the fucking all Betty, UFC fighter award. Like Joanna's got it. She's banging homies. I ain't even fucking. I ain't even lying to you. So, I mean, on top of that, she's got the jab. She got kicks. I mean, she's just a lot to handle, man. Um, so, uh, her fights, you know, with Rose. Uh, Nami Yunus were, were, were real close Not the first one But the second one She definitely It was close I thought Rose still edged her out But um, You know It was a close fight So who knows how that's gonna fucking go um, We got a big 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 uh, Boxing fight this weekend We have Anthony Joshua Versus Ruiz 2 um, If if y'all watched the first one uh, Ruiz shocked the world uh, I'd seen him fight one time I'd seen him fight uh, In a title fight And he lost It was a close fight he was an underdog in that fight. I can't remember who the guy was that he was fighting, but he lost. It was a tough fight. Um, that's all I knew about Ruiz when he came in and fought uh, Anthony Joshua. I don't know if it was like a mandatory type deal. In boxing, they have mandatory ta- challengers so, you know, they could try to eliminate ducking as much as they can. But when, every, when everyone's promoted by different promoters and shit, they, they duck anyways. But anyways, um, uh, still on that pumpkin spice Still on that pumpkin spice shit, homeboys. It, it, it can't stop, won't stop. Um, he came out, Ruiz came out, and he got the crazy thing about that fight was, is that he got dropped first. Joshua put him down, and then he got back up, and then he put Joshua down, and then from that point on, it was it was over. He was he was, Joshua was basically out on his feet, and, and and what impressed me about Ruiz was his hand speed and his ability to put combinations together, and his ability to get inside on that longer, a taller, longer fighter, which is really hard to do, but he's probably been, he's been fighting, you know, he's an undersized height-wise for a heavyweight, you know, his weight is up there, which we're going to get into in a second, but um, he's able to get inside. He's a lot like a Kelvin Gastelum is at 185. He's really good at getting inside. He didn't do it against Adesanya, but, well, he did do it against Adesanya. He didn't do it against uh, Darren Till recently, but, he made a living off of getting inside on taller fighters because that's probably what he's been doing, you know, his whole life. He's, that's that's how he's got to survive. Um, Ruiz weighed in yesterday at 283 pounds. He came into the last fight at like 264 or something like that. This motherfucker ballooned. This motherfucker ballooned since the last fight. 20 fucking pounds, homie. Like, what the fuck has he been doing? Like, he went off the, off the deep end. He's eating the fucking... He was he had Taco Bell eating three meals square meals a day at fucking Taco Bell and fucking is he already feeling himself? That's the feeling I get. Yeah, he wins one fight and all of a sudden it's like ah, I made it. That Conor McGregor shit, you know the the fucking the fire's gone. Once you went you you only stay hungry when there's no food on the table. Once there's so much food, you're not hungry no more. I don't know. I, I I was I was I was gonna come up on here today and pick this motherfucker until I was scrolling through and I saw he came in at two hundred and eighty three pounds. I was like, what the fuck has he been doing? Um his hand speed is still gonna I I think is still gonna be a problem. Twenty pounds, put twenty go go put twenty pounds around your waist and go walk around today. You gas out, that's a big deal. Um so I don't know. I don't know if that's going to affect his footwork, his cardio. You know, he's got good cardio for a boxer, you know, that that weighs that much and carries around that much body fat. Um, Anthony and Joshua, you know, apparently had some kind of anxiety attack right before the fight, like literally right before he walked out, almost didn't even walk out. Um, I guess he had gotten knocked out in, in training the, the week before. So if all that's true and not just excuses, um, you know, and, and, and none of that happened this time around, then, you know, yeah. He's not the greatest technical boxer. He's very gifted, very skilled. Uh, He's got the power. I don't like him against a guy like Wilder. I think that's why he's been ducking Wilder, because you saw what Wilder Wilder doesn't give a fuck. He'll give you eight rounds in a row and then just knock you out with one fucking punch. He'll throw one punch and knock you the fuck out. I don't like that against anybody. Um, If Ruiz did win this fight, that would be crazy, and if he fights Wilder, well, Wilder's fighting Fury, but the winner gets this guy, that would be fucking good. That would be fucking dope, but Damn, man, I don't know who I want to take. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Joshua, maybe, and it's gonna be a war. Maybe we get like a trilogy, like a boxing trilogy that we haven't had in a long time. That that might be fucking dope. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with him. He's gonna have to get it early. I think I think Anthony Joshua is gonna have to get him early in the first, you know, five rounds or so. He's gonna have to get just like he did. I think he knocked him out in the fourth round or the last one. He just couldn't quite finish him off. Had he been able to finish him off, it would have a you know history would be a whole lot different. Um, so that's an interesting fight. Um, what else do I got? That's that's basically it, man. Where, where are we at? We're at about 47 minutes. Look, let me get to some miscellaneous shit. It's been a while. Let me save this shit. Let me get into some of this miscellaneous shit that we got going on. Um, I haven't done some miscellaneous little headline news uh, in a while. Off the top of my head, if y'all y'all looking for some dope hip-hop, uh, weird shit, Eminem and... and uh, Fat Joe dropped a, a track uh, called Lord Above. Go check that shit out. M's verse is wild as always. You know, M's wild as always. Um, I checked out the Ritz album. Ritz came out. We're talking some new, uh, new albums that came out. Wasn't feeling the Ritz. I, I, I ride hard for Ritz. I, I, I love Ritz. My only knock has always been that Ritz... You know, his style has always kind of been the same. The albums, I can't really tell one from another. If you played one one track from this album, one track from that album, I couldn't tell you what album it was because they all kind of sound alike. His flows are usually, he's got two or three flows that he uses over and over again. Um, This one just wasn't the business. This year it sounded rushed. The beats weren't even knocking. I'm not going to, I can't on whack say that it was whack. So I'm not saying it was whack, but I'm kind of saying it was whack. Uh, I wasn't feeling it I can't come on here and tell y'all And recommend some shit that, that just isn't popping um, The Game album I'm iffy on the Game album Lyrically, you know, Game is Game I think he's dope I think he's one of the dope Most underrated rappers I think he's definitely on the West Coast um, He's definitely a West Coast Like, Hall of Fame rapper um, Top 10, easy Top 5 probably from the West Coast um, This album, you know I I understand why people like it it's not really for me. It's kind of like the last Kendrick album with the pimp to pimp a butterfly. That shit wasn't made for some white dude like me to fucking really feel. Um, I understand, uh, and this kind of feels like that too. Um, the beats I usually I, I it's that typical boom bap heavy drum loop shit. And that's basically it. They're just really just drum drum, drum loops that, that he's rapping to. There's not a whole lot to the beats. And so I kind of, I got bored. I got bored from track to track, even though, you know, game's doing his thing. But I understand that you like that kind of, you know, hip hop. There's a lot of people that like that old boom bap type style. It just it didn't have any bangers for me. That I like, it didn't have any of that shit like the documentary, the documentary 2 that came out recently that was dope as fuck, Um, but it's definitely worth checking out, you might like it, it wasn't my cup of tea, Um, definitely not whack, but not my shit is all I'm going to say to that, Um, this dude Obi Trice is wilding, the homie just hit me up with this shit, Obi Trice if y'all don't know was Eminem's Homeboy back in the day, he was on a whole bunch of Eminem shit, put out some records, uh, Cheers, and and Second Rounds on Me, dope albums under the Shady Records uh, label, he was probably the only dude back then, they had like Teddy Bridgewater, or Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> Creekwater, Teddy Creekwater? Tommy Creek, something Creekwater, they had Creekwater, they had uh, Stat Quo, uh, they had Cassius, this dude from Orange County, they had like a whole bunch, remember that, they had the Shady Records, uh, original Shady Records, like mixtape and shit that they put out and shit, Obie Trice was the only one that was actually dope back then, Obie Trice was dope, and I think he was trying to make a comeback, but this motherfucker just shot his girlfriend's son this morning, I guess, or yesterday, yeah, 9.14am, I don't know when this was uh, on the 6th, yeah, so, I don't even know what today is the sixth um but according to this shit uh homies uh, responded um to Obi trice's pad obi was holding a pistol and was quickly ordered to the ground the report says obi had allegedly been drinking all day that will never that never ends well never ends well even if you're on at your own pad just locked in a room you're gonna do something stupid uh uh, he got into a physical altercation with his girlfriend. Never a good idea, homies. All, all, the, all the young bucks out there, all the old heads out there, all the homies. Listen, if you feel like you're going to smack a bitch, get the fuck out of there. Dip. Get out of there. Go punch a wall. Go do some other shit. Go hit the bag. Go hit some pads. Go run some hills. Go roll some jits. Do something. Get the fuck out of there. Don't, don't, you, you're done, son. You're done if you go and hit a lady. You're done. It's over. Unless that chick is trying to kill you. If you're at the mall and some lady comes up like the, other, like the lady was doing the other day and like stabbing kids in the face. Y'all see that video? This lady, I don't know what country it was in, but she came up on the street and like slashed this little kid's face with a box cutter. And then tried to sla- st- slash another kid's face with a box cutter. You duff her out. You kill her. You break her motherfucking neck. You just in some kind of argument. You just being a jealous motherfucker or, you know, she's asking you where the fuck you've been and all that. You get the fuck out of there, homies. Get out of there. Uh, girlfriend's 18-year-old son then intervened. They struggled over the weapon and it went off, striking the son in the groin. He suffered a fractured pelvis. He got shot in the dick, y'all. He got shot in the dick by Obi Trice. Damn. That's some crazy shit. Have the mighty have fucking fallen. This motherfucker hopefully he got some teeth. That motherfucker. Uh hold your head up, dude. I don't know what to tell you, man. That that's, that's some rough shit. Um, what else do we got? We got uh yeah, this motherfucker. I gotta get at this motherfucker. I gotta get at this motherfucker. I'm sure y'all have seen this. This happened right in our back door. Um uh right in right in our backyard. Our neighbors in Los Angeles police officers these police officers are are, are not doing themselves any favors and, and it's always you know the small handful of these motherfuckers are killing it for the rest i've been on here before i've tried to be a cop multiple times and been turned down every fucking time and it, they just hire these dumb fucks and that's that's the problem when you when you talk about this pr- police brutality and shit yes there's definitely certain uh race racism that's involved with it for sure uh, but it has to do with people, the hiring process and their lack of experience in life, homies. They're, they're hiring these white people who have never even seen a black person. So when they first see them, they, they're terrified of them. They don't know what to fucking do. They're hiring these guys who have never seen weed. They're hiring these guys who have never been late on a car payment. They're hiring, trying to, they say they're not trying to hire perfect people. That's exactly what they're trying to do. And they're hiring these people with no life skills at all. And the first, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that if y'all haven't seen this, this fucking I'll read you the headline. Police officer caught on body cam fondling dead woman's breasts. I'm pretty sure in the Academy Day 1, Rule 1, turn your body camera off if you're going to fondle dead titties. I'm I'm pretty sure that's like on the overhead projector. uh, Women, in case of women officers, don't fondle men's genitals uh, 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 with your camera on. Turn that shit off. But this dude is over here, police officer who is under investigation for allegedly fondling a dead woman's breast has been suspended by L.A. Police Department. The man who has not been identified, put his name out there. What the fuck are you protecting this motherfucker? Wasn't there an EMT the other day? I think this literally, this this year, uh, fondled some dead lady or some unconscious lady uh, at a crime scene or some shit. Like, like fuck, is this lady like a murder victim? Like, she, she got just got like, I, I, I don't know, like H.H. Holmes- uh, Jack the Ripper, and this dude's filling titties? Like, what What, what the fuck? Uh, the man who has not been identified removed from active duty after a review of body camera footage apparently showed him groping the woman according to a source familiar to the case uh f- responding to an overdose call but declined to give more so he he goes to this fucking uh overdose call uh, call shows up i'm going to assume he had to be the first guy there he had to be the first responder cuz i doubt there would be anybody there wouldn't be csi up in that bitch uh there would be no detectives you know uh, uh joe kenda uh, Detective Joe Kenda from the ID Network wasn't in there already. Uh, you know, dusting for fingerprints and shit. He had to have been the first guy. He, you know, he rolled up in there and started looking around and shit, trying to make sure the scene was clear, kind of cleared the house. Didn't even call it in yet. He's like, oh, okay. And he goes in there and starts feeling motherfucking titties, but he forgot rule number one to turn the motherfucking body cam off. Now, I don't condone even if you did turn the camera off. Don't get, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I'm not, I am not. don't condone uh, fondling cold titties. It's, it's not, you know, it's like, you know, refrigerated, you know, leftover titties. Like, no, you want the warm shits. You want them shits fresh out the oven. You want live blood flowing through them titties. Trust me on that shit. I, I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just, but I'm guessing. It's an educated guess. A, a hypothesis, if you will. A thesis, if you will, that you don't want to go out like this motherfucker. What's this guy going to do? This is on his record forever. I don't know how, if you watch this videotape, this guy isn't in fucking... Isn't immediately fired. What, what's there to investigate? You you push play. You see him fondling titties. I don't know if that would... Did he suck the titties, homie? Did he suck on the titties? Or did he just kind of feel him? Did he, did he take the shirt off? What did this guy do? I, I, I just They need to make this shit public. Like, put him all the way on blast. He's probably married. I don't know that he is. But, uh... When the partner went to patrol car to retrieve something. So he wasn't even, this dude took the, oh my God, you got to read the whole, the whole story, Gecko. Incident reported, uh, r- the incident reportedly occurred after the officer and his partner had determined that the woman was dead. When the partner went to a patrol car to retrieve something, the accused officer disabled his body camera and allegedly fondled the women's breasts. Now, I'm, now, I'm, uh, an APD source said that alleged act was caught on video when the officer turned his body camera back on because the devices have a two-minute buffering period, which captures what happens just before they are activated. Oh,
1: Shit.
0: The failsafe, homie. They're fucking they always recording, even when they're off, basically. So they record for two minutes before you turn it back on to catch you shady motherfuckers. This ain't the first. That's what this tells you. He ain't the first dude to fondle dead titties, homie. There's been others fondling dead titties. This is a dead titty failsafe built in to the motherfucking technology into the camera, and it worked again. They caught this dude. He thought he was being slick. I mean, how the fuck? I think you got to download your shit to the computer after every fucking... I don't know if somebody... After every shift, I don't know if somebody actually goes through and looks at them. Uh, but, I'm like, why are, why are we missing a few seconds right here? And then it comes back on. This guy's got his hand in the motherfucking cookie jar. Homie got caught with his hand in the fucking cookie jar. Leaders of the Los Angeles Police uh, Protective League, whatever the fuck that is, have said the union would not criminally defend the accused officer if the allegations are true. Uh, Well... Uh, Well, that's just some shit, man. Uh, don't go out like this fucking guy. Um, if you're a cop, th- these guys are, you know, giving us, giving bad names. Not us. I, I ain't one. You know, I'm sorry. Um, never a good idea to go out like that. Um, I never understood the uh, necrophiliac type shit. I mean, if this guy, would what, he, he have smashed if he had more time? If he was the only, if his, if his homie partner wasn't there on the scene yet, what would this guy have done? Like, how far would this have gone? How far did it go? You know, how long was this thing off? It, it, you know, it turned on, you know, two minutes before. He, but was it off for six minutes? What happened in that other four minutes? I, only he knows. Only he knows. Um, but don't go out like him, man. Jobs are hard to come by. The only, the only uh, terrible job is no job. Trust me on that, all you homies out there. They hate your motherfucking job. Don't go out like this. What's this guy going to do now? This guy ain't going to do shit. I mean, he can't get a job. What's he going to get a job doing? Who's going to hire this motherfucker? I ask you, oh, you've been a cop? What have you been doing for the last however many years? Oh, I was a cop. Well, why aren't you a cop anymore? Well, I mean, I guess, he, I guess he's, he, his only job is at like a funeral parlor, a funeral home or some shit. I think that's the only thing, you know, on his resume. You can go to the little funeral director and they'll be like, what kind of experience do you have, sir, with dead bodies? He'll be like, well, I, I have been known to find a, a dead titty or two. Um, Okay, you're hired. Uh, You start at $18 an hour. Hire him. Anyways, I, I just don't go out like them. That's the, that's the, that's the fucking story. Anyways, uh, that, that's it for me, guys. I mean, I've been, I have been I sound out of it today. I apologize. I'm just, I'm, I'm worn out. I'm worn out. The Dallas Cowboys have just destroyed me uh, mentally, physically, emotionally. Any way that they can possibly destroy me, they've done it. Um, I think that they lose these games on purpose at this point. I think they literally look into the camera and say, fuck you, Gecko. Watch this shit and then go and fuck up. I mean, every time they get, they're about to get off the field. They have a, a fucking third down stop for the first time, and the entire game they're offsides, and they get an automatic first down. It's just, it's just stupid shit all over again. The Rams are going to beat. Let me check this real quick before I get out of here. When, when, when's this Rams game? Let's go. Uh, Rams Cowboys one twenty five at Cowboys. So there's that. Um, but you saw what happened. Actually, if you go back to this, if you go back before I get the fuck out of here, I'm back on that Cowboy shit again. This, this defense fell apart. This defense was dope all year last year until the Rams playoff game. They were even good in the Seahawks playoff game that the the one that they actually won. They held that team to, to nothing. They had like a late field goal. I mean, late touchdown that kind of made it closer. Uh, but the game wasn't that close. The Rams came out and ran. You remember that little putty, that little pud motherfucker? I can't remember his name. He was like, they literally got him off of the street. They, like, found him, you know, street sweeping and some shit. And and they pulled him up, and he went and ran for, like, 150 yards on us. Gurley ran for, like, another 150. There was, like, 250 yards rushing. Since that day, since they ate our ass that day, that defense, Jalen Smith, uh, uh, Vander Esch, who's hurt for the season now, Uh, those dudes got – embarrassed since that day they have never been the same. The secondary has never been the same. They got their asses beat that game. Actually they still should have won that game. They had some bad calls in it. But nonetheless, uh that's the game. So I'll be on um I'll be on win, lose, or draw. I I, I had to drag my ass back on here. Um, you know and confront, you know, I- one thing about me homies, I'll give you the fucking truth. I don't stand up for these motherfuckers when they play like shit. Uh, but this is this is episode 91 homies. We pushing. We pushing to 100. I'm going to try to get some shit together for 100. The return of Whiskey. Uh I've got the verbal agreement. Might introduce y'all to the homie Rico uh who who who's a listener extraordinaire to the podcast. Who knows, maybe I'll get Ivanito who 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 uh who's another listener extraordinaire. We'll we'll try to get something together, but this is episode 91. I got nothing left for y'all, homies. I'm going to go wallow in my own uh, uh, sadness, and and fuck y'all. I know y'all laughing at this shit, unless you're a fellow Cowboy fan, but this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 91, and I'm out, motherfuckers.
1: I last checked, is he back yet? Homies on lunches, tactic is a dip, start doing backflips down on Admin, now magic, you can smash it Then i sitting next to Catherine She's babbling about damn, damn kids. Yeah, shut the fuck up, think I had enough of Never get much love, things gonna change When I hit them with an 8 jar complaint They all remain quiet in the hallway When I pass by, what up, when we dashed right, Stump me last night, fuck you with my past Like must have been machines, rubber Look at these all three motherfuckers, mean muggers Clock got cleaned on the blink Wonder how long can a fucking background take Sit the ass down, explain to me how you be late 26 damn times in a month that's rough fuck as fucks giving none left, One, did you up, let's go Fortnip spinning, top down stunting on some OT, nothing Done the whole week, lunch with an OG, pushed slowly, push, My luck, like it's raised, why? Fuck, gotta take my see Me still in boxes on my day y'all Say I'm laid off when the stake calls, stay getting paid. Y'all pray that my face stalls out. Heavy on the clutch, not enough gas, gotta run fast. Got to one last shot, for the clip run down, Got the window down, in the VIN locked out. Flip a bitch, go round. There it is, slow down. Cock click goes flat. Heads in the clouds, I come back down fly with you. I'm a shoeshine, bitch, your gear, time to cruise. I'm in the news tides, wait, soon pride chokes, so and you'll soon find out like I'm doing right now. Living in the past, try a knock one day, chilling out the path, about a block away. I hop and a skip, only walk one way. down the boulevard, looking hard, talk shit, fades, giving day, wishing never state, Pitching them rocks and shots at clay, pinching trays, missing every day, inches a gray, shit is way different. Winning from the streets of memory, laying it back on your feet, guess you better get a name or you'll be back, best believe that. Just bleed tracks, trying to feed back. top ten. On the last lap, like my eyes down the home stretch. Closing and I'm gonna catch up. When the going gets rough, I'm gonna give up. I know if I'm with you.